So typically a touchdown is seven, but there is some variation. So it can result in anywhere from six, six to, eight, to point eight points. And then there's a field goal. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> so. God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Let's go back to basketball. Two points, you. three points. Uh, One the, point. The- I had a thought today. Okay. Do you think more people would like Trump? No. Wait till I finish. <laughs> I'm not saying a lot. I'm so not to get super political here. A lot of people do not like Donald Trump, particularly right now. Do you think his approval rating would go up if he started speaking only in rhymes? I don't think he's capable of doing that, considering well, he can't let's even just form say, sentences. Let's just say that he did, and he could. Uh, no, I, I kind of think And it, think and so. it had like a charming kind of Dr. Seussy feel to it. It'd be more enjoyable to listen to, but I don't yeah. think it would go up because I think what he was saying would still be terrible. But I don't think people sense? already, like things he says already sort of just slip through like... Uh, and he just is unscathed by it. I feel like this would be a, even another level of shield of like, you know, he just starts if he starts speaking like he's the uh, the Lorax or something yeah. like, you know, he's going to be. I don't think it would hurt. Yeah. I don't know if it would help. He's orange and fluffy like the Lorax. That's, hmm. I feel like he doesn't really like trees. He though. hates the environment. He does. Doesn't the Lorax hate the environment? No, the Lorax speaks for the trees. Oh, I don't the really Lorax remember. Lorax wants to save the trees. Uh, yeah, so he's not like that. No. That's all I got on that. Welcome in, and thank you for sharing a podcast from our quarantined guest room still, which will be for many more episodes. I'm your host, Michael Duggan. This is the lovely Emily Shardle. You can follow us on Instagram now. We have an Instagram. We do. Thank you underscore for sharing. There's not much there right now. I'm making little little posts for each episode. So if you want to interact with us, give us feedback somewhere. You can find us on Apple Podcasts <gasps> and Spotify. <gasps> I would really recommend if you want to give any feedback, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. But only Subscribe. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You can say whatever you want in the fe- the text field. But give us five stars. Yeah. I do want to start doing a little interactive uh, thing with the the Apple podcast reviews, but I'm going to I'm going to save that for a future episodes. We start get rolling a little bit more. But this week was a doozy for transparency. We're we're recording this after the fact because we split because it was such a doozy. We split the original. We were going to do. A bunch of sports in one podcast and it ended up being super long. Mm-hmm. So we're splitting it up. So this is football, part Woo-hoo! two of our introduction into sports. And it was a doozy. It's long and it's dense Some with football knowledge. Long. Football, it's so nonsensical. I barely understand it. Even Still. now. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you know a lot about football, you know the basics and the rules. We encourage you to share this with someone in your life who does not. Maybe someone who you'd like to have a football conversation with, but never has any idea what you're talking about. And then you guys can listen to this together. They'll be more informed and you can enjoy sports whenever they return <laughs> in some Next undetermined year date or so. in 2027 <laughs> when sports are back. Uh, I think that's it. Let's go. Football. <laughs> football was 
by far the hardest to break down into manageable parts to explain because it's really a sport based on arbitrary conceits like basketball basketball is pretty simple you bounce the ball you shoot it in the basket there's other rules but but like that's you, the main you see gist. that and you're like okay that's you what they're doing back and forth in a football sentence. is so weird in so it's so weirdly structured and i think actually it gets into rule of sports but then there's different reasons why certain people like some sports more than others and like a, a big thing in the past you know, whatever, 10 years of the NFL is talking about safety Mm -hmm. and talking about like people love football because they love the violence and they like people getting hit and all this stuff. I don't want to see people get concussions. <laughs> I don't get it. That's why I don't understand boxing or yeah. any. Like, I don't want to see a guy get punched in the face. I think what I, and I, I think what a lot of people don't really understand or are unable to articulate is there's a lot of other reasons why football is really fun to watch. I think that structure of it makes it, I think, the most strategic sport by far. Coaching and the strategy of it matters so much more in football than it does in something like basketball. Because basketball is very Mm free-flowing. And teams have offensive schemes and systems and plays. But not every inch of it is like planned and scripted. Whereas in football... You play for five seconds and then somebody gets tackled and then you stop and you say, here's what we're going to do next. Everybody get on the same page and let's do it. Five seconds, boom. And then you do it again. And so every motion is like, I see, but why it's become the most popular sport in an age where everyone is like, has no attention span and why other sports like baseball that are slow, you would think football is slow in that like baseball, Mm -hmm. not that much happens at a time, but the increments, and we'll get into like how it's structured, but the increments of football lend itself to, I watch a play, I can look at my phone, and then I know when the next play is going to start and something is going to happen. And I think that actually lends itself to hmm. modern viewing habits incredibly well because baseball, you have to watch 200 pitches for... 20 things to happen and I still like baseball and I still will watch it but but that's where basketball is like oh there's actually play time it's like continuous. yes they have timeouts but it's not like you play for five seconds and you stop but you what's for five funny is that people associate football with being much more of like a Neanderthal like oh bunch of lug heads like hitting each it, other like, there, there's so much like strategy and mm-hmm. then it also makes it the fact that it's only once a week rather than X number of games per week it, it's like all of the structure of it, it makes it good for fantasy sports because it's more predictable and it's more manageable. And like that needs so, to be another podcast. Oh well, yeah, football we're gonna have a whole fantasy football. I don't podcast understand for that sure. at all. I mean, I guess it's well, no, that's like, we're gonna do periodic. It's like March Madness is what I do with the Bachelor. Sure, right? A bracket. A bracket. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. fantasy Bachelor though, where you assign points to different things and stuff. There is. Apparently, I've never done it. Obviously, oh, this is but great. We're gonna do it with <laughs> the Bachelorette, which is currently not filming because we're on oh, yeah. quarantine. But when it comes back, mm-hmm. oh baby, and the batch is it's back. On. The batch is. So I, I don't know. It was just an interesting thing that I think people associate football with being like stupid and violent and but I think what people don't realize about it is it's actually the most structured the most planned the most controlled the most strategic like you're literally having you have the most people on the field of basically any sport and they're moving in the most synchronicity and coordination they're choreographed they're very choreographed 
So anyway, yeah, there's a lot of different things that draw people into to different sports. And I think there's a lot of things about football that people don't realize why they like it. Mm. You know, pe- there's a certain demographic, I feel like, with football where they're like, oh, we want it to still be defense and like hard hitting and all this stuff. And we don't want the player safety. And we, yo, you're turning it into flag football. Oh, whereas they're scoring more points now than ever. And like fantasy yeah. and gambling and all of that is more interesting because there's more points and more scoring than there ever has been. And so I, th- and people still watch it. It's not like as all these things change, people watch it less. Mm -hmm. so i think that there's a lack of like awareness awareness about what parts of certain sports people and like why and maybe like some other sports leagues i think have it figured out more why people like it not that the nfl doesn't but like the fans introspection if you will so i think so that being said for someone who doesn't like football i think there's something there to sink your teeth into as it's not just this barbaric people smashing into each other. I didn't say I disliked football. I, let you me preface, said okay, I don't I've watched a lot of football and I did not enjoy any. No, no, no. I said I didn't understand okay. any of it. I will I will say I went to many a college football game when college I was in college. They're super fun. I don't I, I don't under, really understand the mechanics of the sport. But yeah. Being well, at a game is super fun. Yeah, especially so well fun. a college game and then when you were at Oregon, when they yeah, were like when they one were of winning. the best teams in the country. When good old Chippy was there. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was super fun. Yeah. But, like, if if somebody asked me to explain the mechanics of football and, like, tell me the rules, tell me that, like, I would have no idea. Yeah. And be like, they get, try to get to one side. Sometimes they kick it. Sometimes they just run into the end zone. They do a little dance. Remember the Titans. Yes. Boom. They always remember They the always Titans. remember. Simba, Remember. The Titans. Uh, Synergy. Uh, Bob Iger's <laughs> clapping. <laughs> so let's get into the mechanics of football. Please. A little bit because it is incredibly complicated, but I think once you understand it, it makes it more enjoyable because there's a lot of structure to it. Okay. Structure. We'll see if I understand it. Okay. 11 players are on each team on the field at a time. Okay. 22 players on the field total. Ooh, that's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, they play on a 100-yard field. 100 yards. 40 yards wide. How many Ikeas is that? <laughs> How many football fields are in an Ikea? <laughs> Probably like a half. Really? No. I Our mean, Ikea? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the Ikea in, in Burbank is probably like 12 football fields. Oh, um, it's huge. Football fields. So the goal, you're right, is to move the ball mm-hmm. from one side of the field down to the other to cross the line, carrying the ball, or catch it in there into the area called the end zone. Yes, which is the one with the logo on it. <laughs> Normally, yes. Uh, it is the field. It is the... I'm an idiot. It is the... <laughs> it's such a simple word. End zone. What, what's funny about end zone is people say it like E-N zone, and end it's like zone. one word, but it's end zone because it's the zone at the end of the field. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, self-explanatory. It's the, as I said, the field at the zone <laughs> of the end. That makes more sense. So the center of the field is the 50-yard line. Okay, because it's 100 yards. It's 100 yards. There is no 100-yard line. There is two one-yard lines and a 50-yard line. So you go from 1 oh. to 50. And 50 to 1. And then 50 back down to 1. <sighs> so when you go to the end zone, okay. you're always going counting down Mm, to oh. so the one yard line is as close. But you, you always start in the fifty at the fifty. No, in the middle. that's oh. just the middle. Oh. Okay. So the way <laughs> so we'll get into how you start. 
Um, so that's how the field is is measured off. That's why if you get like good tickets to a football game, it'd be like, oh, these are 50 yard line tickets because you're right in the middle mm. of the field. You can see both mm-hmm. sides. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying, unlike basketball, the game football is broken down into individual plays. So something happens and then that play is over. Everybody stops. You regroup. I mean, you can do it quickly, but normally you kind of come together. Hey, here's our next play. Let's get back out there and let's do it again. You have a play clock is the thing that measures. You have 40 seconds between each play to call the next play Mm -hmm. just to keep the game. It's very quick. It's pretty. That's a long time. Yeah. For watching sports, you're like, come on. They don't always take the full 40 (laughs) seconds, but you're trying to get from one point into the end zone it could be as much as 99 yards at maximum but you don't have to do that all at once okay so the individual plays are also known as downs Mm -hmm. so if you heard the term first down i have heard that you have a chunk of the field in 10 so you have to get 10 yards at a time okay it's the standard measurement you have to make it when i first get the ball and my team goes out for offense they have they literally have a chain with two sticks it's incredible in modern in the modern day that we're literally using old men carrying chains <laughs> is the measurement like they could have lasers they could have job. they could have whatever and the way that they measure the distance for getting a first down is two guys with chains and then if they they mark the ball where the last play ended and they put it down. And if they're not sure if you've crossed that line, they have the guys run out onto the field <laughs> with the chains oh. and they stretch them out and they go, did he make it? And they but put they the stick it. down. So anyway, so you have a 10 yard span and you have four downs to reach, to go past that point. So in those four plays, yes. AKA downs, mm-hmm. you have to go 10 yards Correct. minimum yes if you go it doesn't it's not dynamic so like if you accidentally go backwards five yards or you get a penalty that sends you backwards you still have to get to the same point Got it. so like if i start on the 20 yard line i have to get past the 30 mm-hmm. in, that, in that in that set amount back, of time. if i if i get tackled get five yards back and now i'm on the 15 i still have to get to the 30 okay and what so, what happens if you don't do if it you within those four downs? Don't do it within those four downs. Technically, you lose the ball. The and other team other gets team it gets right it. where that is. There's so one of the elements of kicking that you mentioned, and we'll get into special teams a little bit later. But most teams, if on when it fourth down comes around, if depending on the situation, they might punt the ball, which means just kicking it down to the other side of the field to avoid the risk of, hey, if I don't get this, the other team gets it right here. Mm. But we'll get into that. But in theory, you have four downs to make it past that 10-yard mark. When you do, no matter which down it's on, so like if you are first first down and you run a play, if you get the 10 yards, then boom. It, you're, starts, you, over. You're start, it starts over. We reset the chains. 10 more yards. It's now first and 10. No matter, so if it's third down and you get past, then it resets back to first. Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. So it's called down and distance will be like the phrase for. Because I always which, see on the TV like first, first and, and ten, ten, third and five. Yeah. That I is which, it. it's which down you're on yeah. and how far you need to go to get a first down. 
So they call it, even though it's annoying when like terminology gets repeated, but the word basic phrase that people use for when you get past your goal point Mm -hmm. of the 10 yards, they'll say, oh, you got a first down as a thing because now you've reset it back to To first down. down. Yeah. So it's first and 10. I got four yards on that play. Next play, it's now second, second and six. And six. Oh. oh, I went back two yards by accident. Now it's third, third. and eight. Uh-huh. Oh, I got a good pass play. We passed the marker. It doesn't matter how much you go past it. It's still you do, first. You go to the point where the play then ended, and you can go further. Yeah, yeah. But you go to that point where the play ended, you reset the chains, and now it's first and ten every time. That makes So that is a way to segment. more sense. You, only, you don't have to... Go down in one big chunk. Yeah. You can work your way down. Okay. And so to get like an average, I mean, there's big long plays that happen sometimes where you just first, run the ball first play of the drive, boom, we scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I mean, an average drive, as it's called, which is like a single attempt to get down the field without giving the ball to the other team, a single drive, you know, seven, 10, if it's very methodical, could be. 15 play I mean but like 10 is like pretty average number okay. of plays it takes to get down um, because sometimes you throw a pass and they drop it and so you gotta you don't get anything mm. makes sense so far yes okay more than it ever has <laughs> in my whole life it's a really like if you've watched football it's a thing that as soon as you start watching it inherently makes sense because first and 10 Without that explanation, because well, I've watched no, no, no. it many times, well, and I never. Understood. I think I think after you un- understand it, then you see you look it at it action. and you go, "Oh, that's so simple." But without knowing it, just watching it and having no one explain it to you and trying to pick it up, it's like I don't understand what's happening. I feel like my but mom has explained it to me, and I'm still like, "It's a what? way to segment it." So it's still weird. It's very weird. It's that's what I said. It's very hard to explain football because it's. There's a lot of things that are arbitrarily done, but it's because you have to segment the way the game is played. It's really hard to just run. Yeah. In basketball, the hoop is 10 feet high. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people can block you from shooting, but because the hoop is way above your head, I can shoot over you and score relatively easily. Mm -hmm. In football, there's 11 people here and there's 11 people there and I have to run through you yeah. in theory. Now, you can throw it over them, but they're trying to block it. It's right. just hard. Like it's like you're not assuming there's someone on the other side. To the catch amount of it. distance you have yeah. to go, it's very hard. So you that's that's the way that you segment it and it also keeps the game moving because you don't have to just try and do throw it really far every blocks. time and do a pass that's really hard. You can do a run play. You can do short passes yeah. so that you can move the ball more methodically and it keeps it's progression and it's Mm -hmm. that's also a cool thing about football i feel like is in basketball you score a basket and you get two points and then they score basket get two points and it's back and forth it's repetitive it's like a tennis tennis is like back and forth one point is one point is one point in football you only score a handful of times Mm -hmm. it's similar with soccer why soccer is exciting because you might only have one goal in a game. You might have two. So when it happens, the cool thing about football is there is you can track the progression. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're on our own 20. Like the few, the way people, because it gets confusing, there's two 20-yard lines. So like if you have the ball, you consider your own the like first half of the field, whereas you're trying to get to the other team's side. So like if I'm on my own 20, 
I have 80 yards to go. If mm-hmm. I'm on the opposing team's 20, I only have 20 yards yeah. to go. So I feel like that's what's cool about football is even though you're not getting points every time you make a play, there is like a progression that says, hey, I'm getting closer, I'm getting closer, I'm getting, oh, now we scored. Or I'm getting closer, oh, and then oh, the other team, they we fumbled and they picked it up and that sucks. Like yeah. we were so close. So that progression of like, and then only getting the payoff when you ultimately finish and score is kind of makes it exciting with me so far. Uh-huh. I'm out of breath. That was a, that was a lot. I haven't played football clearly in many years. I'm out of breath. Just talking, <laughs> um, talking about it. Winded. Whew. There's two general ways that you can move the ball. For a lot of the things I'm going to say, I'm giving Physically. brief explanations and metaphysics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can metaphysically move the ball. So running and passing. Okay. Running is very self-explanatory. One person <laughs> right. holds the ball and you run until someone tackles you. Great. Sometimes. So, well, and then passing is one person throws it forward some length and another person on the same team catches it and then they get to keep running until someone tackles them. Everything ends <laughs> being trampled by <laughs> a giant 300 pound man. Yes. Great. Uh, no, sometimes. So the ways that, so we'll get into, so that's how a play progresses. The way that a play starts is there is a specific position called the center. <gasps> he is on the offensive line. We'll get into that in a second. Oh boy. The center passes the ball between his legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the quarterback. Hut. The, yeah, hut. That's <laughs> what they will sometimes say. To uh, Sometimes they won't say anything. Sometimes it'll be a silent, <gasps> a silent snap count so that the other team can't anticipate. They might clap. There's all kinds of things. But just he'll pass the ball between his legs. And the reason he does that, you technically, what's funny is you can, and you used to see this like, in the old days, you can stand next to the ball and throw it like sideways because oh, you're like you see it and you're like, why is he passing it between his legs? That's, yeah, that's so weird. It's because weird. his job is to pass the ball to the quarterback. But then that position, his next job is to block the guy in front of him. Uh, so, so he needs to be ready to go because if you're standing like sideways or something, the guy in front of you is going to run. Right you want to be ready. To you got to be ready rumble. to get in his face. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so he, the center snaps the ball. That's what it's called when you pass to him. You snap the ball and now the quarterback has it. He's generally the main decision maker. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, for example. Giselle's husband. Giselle's. to call him. Giselle Bunchen's husband, Thomas Brady. Far less famous and beautiful. Less famous, I will give you. I will not have you dare say that anyone on this earth is more beautiful than Tom Brady. I'm very sensitive about Tom Brady right now, and you oh, know that. I'm so sorry. It's too soon. It's too, it's too soon. soon. I'm so sorry for your loss. Tommy B will always be with you in your heart. In case you don't know, in very recent news, Tom Brady, who is the greatest football player of all time, by anyone's count, who is not an idiot, just left the team that he was with, the New England Patriots, my favorite football team. He's left the team to go in in a battle of egos. He mm. has decided to leave to go play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the least storied franchises in Such NFL history. They have been terrible always. Now they're going to be great. They Maybe. won that. They won the Super Bowl. It's actually funny. He's with the Bucks. 
it doesn't really matter, but they won the Super Bowl one time in recent memory. It was in 2002, and the Patriots had, in that in the early 2000s, Patriots won three out of four when Tom Brady was very young, and the one they didn't win, the Tampa Bay Bucks did win. How do you know that? One that one got away. Oh. I mean, because, well, one, I'm a Patriots fan, and they won three out of four times, which is incredibly significant and very hard to do. They've won so the like one, every year. I know, but for the, the one that they didn't years. in that, but that was like, again, and I'll get into it more later, but like that was a very formative time because I was a kid. And so, like, but Stuff also like you just it. remember, like, I can tell you who won the NBA championship for the last 30 years, probably. If I count back from here, with I might miss, I might mess up like one or two here or there. I don't know anything that well. You just watch and you just. Like that, like I watch, you watch the Oscars every year. I can't tell you who won Best Picture in 1938. Yeah, but it's like if you watched the same movie for nine months and then it won the Oscar. Like if you worked I guess on the Oscars, if, haven't been that. Yeah, long. like you watch one movie, <laughs> 1978. <laughs> like you don't watch. Like if you worked on Parasite and then it won, you'd be like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" I'll remember this forever. But if yeah. you because you had a lot of investment, but like a movie is one two-hour experience. Whereas a football team you watch all year and then the culmination of like who yeah, won is the I main, not have anything comparable is the big thing. Yeah. It's just, it's, that's what is, gets people in like it sports is one of those things you have to like almost get in on the learning curve and people do it. Most people who get into it, get into it when they're, when they're young and mm-hmm. they're just learning it. Like they learn everything else. Yeah. I missed that. Training. Yeah. So when you're, invested in something over a long period of time what happens to them ends up mattering to you because it's the result of and when your team wins it's even more like it sticks in your memory because it doesn't happen every year there's 30 I remember things that there's 30 to me teams in every 2010. league so your chances aren't that good now boston sports have been incredibly good in the past yeah. 20 years mm-hmm. and i've been incredibly fortunate yeah my dad went year was a Patriots fan for 40 years and they never won crap. They were like the worst team in the league forever. You know what? And he paid his dues dues. and then came back around. I'm waiting for those trailblazers. My dad tells an amazing story of having season tickets to the Patriots, like in the late eighties when they were just awful and cheap. (laughs) And yeah, they would have an extra ticket and they would put it on their windshield and they'd come back and there would be more. Oh my. You couldn't give them away. People were wearing bags on their heads in the stadium. What? Which is so funny because people who have grown up now think of the Patriots as like the best team, the best team ever. But they sucked forever. Really anyway, funny. we're off the rails here. Okay. But I mean, it is it is a it, it is a tangent to a good point of yeah. People, the reason people remember significant moments in sports is one people associate it with moments in their life and time frames and everything but also like when you have an investment in something and then that investment pays off it's a big deal fair so the quarterback like tom brady tim tommy b tommy b almost called him timmy timmy tommy b <laughs> tommy b <laughs> giselle's husband tim i almost said tim robbins that doesn't start with a b i don't know if there's any famous tim b's not important the quarterback he can run some quarterbacks are very good at running. Others are not. Or he hands it off. I think anybody to, in professional sports should be good at running. You'd think that. Tom Brady, famously very bad at running. Really? And a lot of quarterbacks for actually in history are not that great at running. 
because they can Great. throw. You got to find somebody you can throw. That's the more important skill. Okay. Now, if you can do both, more power to you. We'll get into that later. So this is, it's probably, so that's how the play starts. You pass it to the quarterback. He can hand it to someone. He can throw it. He decides what happens. The play ends when one of three-ish things happen. The player with the ball is tackled. That player goes out of bounds. Mm -hmm. They score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Or you... Well, there's more. (laughs) There's like probably a bunch. I mean, yeah, you could fumble and whatever. But the main things are you get tackled, you go out of bounds, you just run. Like, there's nowhere else for you to go, and you get pushed out or something on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. That happens a lot, I feel. Yeah. They run into the people standing on the sideline. And I'm like, why are you standing right there? You're going to get Because they got to see what's happening. I know, but like, take one step back. I mean, they do. Those guys are running really fast. They can't just stop that quickly. No, not them. The people on the sideline. No, I know. They are one step back. You have to be pretty far back to not run into it. (laughs) It's a hundred yard field and there's a lot of people there. So they probably don't, each person only gets hit. I'd be really stressed. Once every couple of games, I bet. <laughs> not bad. That's not I'll bad. Take those I odds. mean, listen, if we're, if we're being able to stand, I mean, I if you got to stand getting 50, hit by a free, if you've got to stand 50 feet back, you can't see what's happening. I'll get binoculars. My opera glasses. <laughs> That's a great visual of all of the coaches and all of the players who aren't That's planning classy. standing 50 feet back from the sideline with opera glasses uh, being like, ah, do I you see? <laughs> oh, yes. I do say, do declare. <laughs> so tackled, goes out of bounds. Fumbled. Could fumble, which is when they drop the ball. But the play's not over, actually, when you fumble. Oh. I'm going to say these first three things seven times. Okay. Tackled, out of bounds, touchdown, or if you throw a forward pass and the person drops it, mm-hmm. it's called an incompletion, incomplete mm-hmm. pass, mm-hmm. and the play stops. Okay. You go on to the next play. So, and, and by the next play, you mean the other team? No. Oh. No, because that's just one of your downs. There's a handful of ways. Oh, right, 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 there's right, a handful right, right. of ways that your drive can end and the other team takes oh, over. God. So a drive, I said, is, you know, how you have your downs, first down, second down, fourth down, whatever. So I'm taking in a lot of information. A drive is, a drive is basically one team is going one way Mm -hmm. and until they fail in a number of potential ways and the other team gets the ball, that is one continuous drive. Okay. Because when the other team gets the ball, they're going the other way. Mm -hmm. So they're going back and forth. Yes. So a drive is as long as one team has the ball. That results in a turnover, which means the other team gets it in some way, or a touchdown. Okay. Okay? So a drive is a possession, if you will. Mm -hmm. A a certain amount of time in which you have the ball. So play starts, play ends. We go up, we do the next play. Mm -hmm. We can run it, we can throw it, boom time. Positions, offense positions. So when your team has the ball. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. The quarterback mentioned this already tommy b tommy b this is the person who gets the ball to begin with they snap the ball to him he can hand it off to the guy next to him he can throw it he can run it he's that's the most important position it's one of the most important positions in all of sports because he's doing everything he is the go on what what, what position quarterback oh i thought this was a different one <laughs> no what I thought you were going to say something. You leaned in like you were going to say something. <laughs> oh, it's like you were, never mind. You were explaining it. And I was like, 
who's this one? The quarterback. Yes, I'm familiar. His, the quarterback's main job is to throw. <laughs> okay. First and foremost. But he does the other stuff you just mentioned. He well. can run or whatever, but he's the decision maker. Okay. He's he's running the show on the field. Okay. There's the coaches and stuff, but once you get going, he's figuring out what to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody else just kind of does their thing. He's like the orchestrator, typically. Running back. You can imagine what he does. Runs back. He throws. What? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the running back like typically will stand behind the quarterback or next to him, and if the quarterback gets the ball and they decide they want to just run it oh, and see they just how hand far it they can, to that they guy. hand it to that guy, and you say, "You go, brother." Oh, you I get wish out I there. could do that. Yeah, it's passing the responsibility. <laughs> yeah, so typically that's like kind of a like he's not like the biggest guy out there, but he's. He's strong zoomy. and sturdy because he's going to get tackled a lot because Ooh, his job he's is just start, he just runs until he gets tackled. Oh, what a terrible job. Um, the wide receiver, the divas of the <laughs> NFL. And that's not a joke. Why is that? Um, wide re- so wide receiver is the position you go, you're sort of spread out and you run and you catch the ball. They are okay. the catchers. Quarterback throws it to them. They catch. They try and get as far as they can. Give this to me in Quidditch term. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> not. Quidditch, football doesn't line up with Quidditch well. Like soccer and fair other fair. thing, even basketball a little bit. But you know what's probably the closest sport to Quidditch? Hockey. Rugby. Oh. Hockey is pretty close to Quidditch, I feel cool. like. Cool. There's no, there's no golden snitch, but... <laughs> there should be. So the wide receiver catches. They're often divas, like because they score touchdowns a lot. It's a sort of a flashy position. Like they don't have to hit people um, that much. They're like the people who run into the end zone. Most often, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't get the ball every time. They actually get it because they they will have several receivers on the field at once mm-hmm. and they also run it sometimes so the frequency that one specific receiver even if he's really good gets the ball is always less than he wants it to be <laughs> and so it's a position that through the economics of football sort of is like you get these big ego people who are used to like scoring and celebrating and like yeah, being the center of attention, attention, but it only happens like 10% of the time uh. and so anyway so it's not obviously all the time but it's frequent that you will get a diva wide receiver mm-hmm. who wants more catches and wants more whatever attention. The last off or not the last, the offensive line. These are the big boys. So there's okay. five of them. They each they have specific positions, but we don't even have to get into that. The offensive line includes the center, okay. who's the guy who puts it between his legs, mm-hmm. and that's why Sounds because they're the, they're the guys up front who are blocking. Okay. Because the quarterback gets the ball and people start running and you go, well, he's got to wait until they kind of do their thing and get open or whatever. And then he throws it to them. Mm -hmm. Right. So who's to stop one of the defensive guys from just coming and annihilating the quarterback? The big boys. The big boys, the offensive line. So they get in the Uh. way and they block. And they make sure. I gotta get me whether, some of these big boys. <laughs> to just block for you on the. Yeah. Well, with coronavirus, it'd be handy. Yeah. Get, six feet. Six feet. Six feet. Six feet away. So the offensive line. So if it's a pass play, they are trying to keep people from hitting the quarterback, give him enough time to make a throw. Make a throw. When I try and explain it in simple terms, I end up saying like things that I would never say to make it make and not like I'm That's trying. Okay. I'm trying not to just use terminology that 
doesn't make sense. Explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. So (laughs) he's trying to pass. He needs time. So they're blocking anybody who's trying to get at him. Okay. Big boys. If it's a run play, similar, but they're, they're making room. They're knocking people out of the way, pushing them around saying, Hey, here's some, you know, they'll, they'll push in a certain way to try and make kind of holes so So that you can kind of get through and zoom through. Yeah. Tight end. Mm, the most aptly named. Tight end. <laughs> so a tight end is like a hybrid position between an offensive lineman and a receiver. Okay. He a tight end will normally be pretty big. So Gronk. <gasps> Rob Gronkowski. Oh. Gronk is my boy. Uh, Not familiar with his football career, <laughs> just his partying career. Um so he's he's huge. Yeah. He's a tight end. He's so a big he's boy. so he's big. But so a tight end will sometimes block and sometimes go out and catch. Okay. So it's it's good. It, the tight a tight end is valuable because you know sometimes you run, sometimes you there's like so many different variations of plays that can happen. You have somebody out there who can do a little bit of each thing. You know who can help you block, who can who can go out and run. It's it's also just nice having like a big dude typically to go out there and catch just throw it up like with Gronk you just throw it to up there and he'll just go get it and he's pretty unstoppable. <laughs> he's a dog he's a dog you he's, throw the ball, no, he's a he trained he's, he's a trained polar bear as it's been oh, put before oh if Gronk was a dog though what kind of dog would he be like a golden retriever but no, like dumber he's not that know? elegant he's not he's like a he's, he's like a um he's more like a young black lab Mm. who's just way more powerful than he should ever be and just knocks things over. (laughs) But when you see him run, you're like, wow, Wow. like he's so majestic. (laughs) And then he, and then there's like seven schnauzers who are trying to tackle him and he's just (laughs) carrying them on his back. That's what Gronk, (laughs) watching, watching Gronk play football (laughs) is like watching a bunch of schnauzers try to tackle a black lab. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's just bigger and stronger than everyone. Yeah. And that's why he only played for like eight years. (laughs) And then he retired because people were just wailing on him trying to figure out how to make him stop he was ready to party yeah you know and he was always ready to party his party cruise business is about to take off yeah it's on cruise coronavirus is over oh it's already taken off he was in the he was in wwe one time oh god what a man anyway if you don't know who rob gronkowski is look him up google him you're in for a time google his his dancing and his party cruise yeah who cares about football sure so on the flip side of that, you have the defense. Oh my God, there's more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you name me the five general positions that I just named? Tight end. Yep. Quarterback. Yep. Offensive line. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It's the simplest job. Running back. Yeah. Oh, baby. There you go. Some retention. Woo. And a lot of this makes more sense. It's hard to explain it without like... Like, here's a diagram or here's a video of someone actually playing. Get a whiteboard. I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be interesting. Maybe, maybe like a video is a better medium than a podcast for this. But I've thought about like, we watch a football game and record all of our interactions and then cut it down to like, oh, here's 30 minutes of the questions that were asked with you watching a football game and not understanding it. 75% of it would just be me eating chips. (laughs) So it's... 
and Nate's and idea. That's what people want to listen to. That's what football's all about. It's about eating chips. I only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials and the snacks. Mm-hmm. But now you can watch it for the football. I could. You'll know. Maybe. A little bit. <laughs> I know what one down is. I know what a tight end is. Mm, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Defense. Okay. In football. The, the, some of these have more specific, but there's four general positions. Four. Defensive line. Okay. The other big boys. <laughs> more big boys. Those are the guys going against the offensive and defensive line. Those are big guys who are trying to get at the quarterback and take up space, stop their running back from running. They're mm-hmm. right in the center of the action, and they're getting right after it. Okay. Defensive line. Linebacker. Linebacker. They stand typically kind of right behind the defensive line. They back it, they're, if you will. Yeah, they're right behind the line. For They're kind of like mid-sized guys. They're like big, strong guys, but... Like the defensive linemen are like the guys you see that are like 300, 300 pounds, pounds and just massive. Linebackers are typically a little bit smaller but faster. They do more running. They're like like whereas the offensive and defensive line kind of just ram into each other a lot and are making some moves and stuff. But it's a lot of like and then like for so let's say a running play, a hole opens up where nobody is and the running back runs through. The linebackers are standing there to try and tackle. Got it. So they're like the next line of defense Mm -hmm. they're not super like small fast guys or anything they're still big because they have to tackle people a lot but they you know sometimes they'll have to go out and cover someone for a pass play or something so they're more flexible skilled safety is kind of the same thing but they are typically play farther back and they'll be faster safety and cornerback which is the next one are cornerback cornerback i've never heard that so that it's when people hear it that's often confused quarterback. for quarterback it sounds too so similar. i probably have heard it so safeties and cornerbacks are considered defensive backs okay they play kind of more back and they are typically covering the pass plays okay so a cornerback lines up right with a wide receiver on normally kind of more on the outside like most so no matter where they end up the ball gets placed sort of in the middle of the field there's like a range of spots but mm-hmm. like the ball starts in the middle more or less. so that's why they're called wide receivers because to get more space you send they them out you send them out so that they're not all clumped up in the middle where okay. all the big boys are big boys so the defensive back is the counterpart to the wide receiver okay wide receivers go on a run trying to get open where nobody's around him so he can catch it the cornerback cornerback follows him Uh. he stays on him tries to block the ball if it comes okay safety does is similar but their safeties are typically and and again Football is all about scheme and who is going to be where at what time because things happen really fast. And so where everybody is at a given time is very important. But typically a safety is sort of like the last line of defense. Okay. Don't let anybody get behind you because they're going to get a big play. Use the safety net. Use the safety net. So he mostly guards against pass plays, but, you know, he's got to be able to tackle people and stuff too. So those are your four positions. Can you name them? Safety. Yep. Cornerback. Yep. Defensive line. Mm-hmm. Give me a hint. The one that people often think of with football. Linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So a little bit. So we talked about passing, catching, some of the defensive terms, things that can happen when you're playing defense. Tackle. A tackle is one. Big boy. (laughs) Big boy is the other. (laughs) So an interception Mm. is when they throw it and the defensive team catches it instead of the offensive Mm. team. Now the team who was on defense gets to keep the ball. Oh, boy. Sometimes they even, it's not super common, but a deep, like a defender will intercept it mm-hmm. and then run it back for a touchdown Ooh, before anyone tackles it. And it's funny, it's watching it because the roles are reversed. Sometimes guys on defense, they don't really know how to hold the ball or anything. And they're like, <laughs> look, they look funny. And then like you see offensive guys trying to tackle people. Like you see the quarterback sometimes. <laughs> a no lot of times they do. make really half-hearted efforts to make it look like they tried. And then they just like, there's probably, a, I, I would imagine there's a super cut out there of someone like Tom Brady attempt like a foe attempting to tackle someone after an interception He's too and he just runs and people. falls down. Well, nobody, can, because they're too important. You don't want them getting caught up in all that. So guess so. <laughs> I don't care about the big boys. Well, get hurt all you want. Big boys. Tommy listen, B is the most important. How many times does a defensive lineman touch the ball? I don't know. Very few. <laughs> how many times I does a quarterback touch the ball? Four. Every time. At least. No, like 50. <laughs> I said at least. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. So interception is when you throw it and the other team catches it. Yeah. That's bad if you're the quarterback. Bad. A fumble. Ooh, fumble. Is when someone someone who's Mm. already has it. So like if I throw it to someone and they drop it, the play just ends. Like nothing happens after that. If let's say I throw it and you catch it and then you start running and you're like, hey, I got the ball. I'm going. And, and then you drop it finger or it like on a running play where there's no throwing, they drop it. Now it's a free for all. Anybody That's can just, when the dog pile happens. Sometimes. And so, yeah, sometimes people just jump on it to try and get it because if the defensive team is the one who grabs it, then they get then the ball. They get it. Mm-hmm. If the offensive, so a, you can imagine what a fumble recovery is. So whoever recovers back. the fumble. So d- defense or offense could recover it. The offense keeps it. They just get it right there. Keep going. And then, um, yeah, a turnover on downs. You know what that That's is? too many words. Um, nope. That's exactly what <laughs> it sounds gonna like. I was going to try and guess. So, any, so like fumbles and interceptions are types of turnovers where you give the, the other team ends up with the ball, mm-hmm. which is bad. Yeah, you want to have the ball so you can score. You personally want to. I want it. You want to be in the action. <laughs> I need the ball. You're Big a diva boys, wide receiver. <laughs> so a turnover is any time that the offense gives it to the defense in a bad way. It's so hard to explain these things in such basic Accidentally. Yeah. So that's a turnover. A turnover on downs is when it's fourth down. Oh, they don't get it. And you don't get to the first oh. down marker. You don't get to that 10 yards, whatever the place and then is. And the other team gets the Then ball. wherever it was, it just, everybody flips, flips around, on. and now you're going the other way. Oh. Well, normal, different players come out. Because yeah, for yeah. most teams, different different players play offense and defense. Yeah, yeah. Unlike a sport like basketball, where the they same just guys just go, go back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. You have more specialized positions. And then a safety I know another safety, a safety in terms of scoring. So let's say with a different name, let's say you have bad 
field position, meaning you're starting your drive in a suboptimal place. Let's say you're on the one yard line. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like, cause we'll get into kicking in a minute, but like they kick it really well and you end up down really close to your own end zone. If you have the ball and you get tackled in your own end zone, that's called a safety. And the defensive team gets two points and they get the ball. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think I've ever seen that It doesn't happen. It's pretty uncommon. Okay. It's the only way that two points can be scored. very particular. Yeah. It's like, because you don't start super close to your own end zone that frequently. Mm -hmm. It's only in pretty unique situations. And then it's not that hard to like, you know, throw it away. And there's all kinds of rules around when that can happen and whatnot. But yeah, if you, or, I mean, let's just say you got some idiot and he runs backwards into his own end zone. Those big boys. There's a really funny play where if you run out of bounds in the end zone, like if you're in your own end zone and you run out of bounds by accident or you get tackled out of bounds or something, that's still considered a safety because you were down in the end zone area. Mm, And there's a really funny video of this guy, Dan Orlovsky, who is a, don't even remember that name. He was a backup quarterback of very little acclaim. And he, he, uh, he's a good analyst actually was kind of running to the side. He was a quarterback and he was running and trying not to get tackled, and he just ran out of the back of the end. Oh, no! <laughs> the end zone is 10 yards long. So he started in a field of play and accidentally and ran more than 10 yards backwards because he just didn't realize where he was and just oh. ran out. No one was even near him. He just, oh, <laughs> he just lost no. track of where he was. And so that was a safety. Poor baby. So, yeah, those are the different kinds of weird plays that can happen on defense or significant plays. Scoring football has weird scoring. Of course, it everything does. else, just like everything about football, it's weird. A safety, it's two points. Dos. A touchdown, six points. You were about to say seven. I right? was. <laughs> so there's a thing that happens. Of course, it can't just be seven points. No. It's a touchdown is worth six points. And then after each the field goal, after each touchdown is scored, you have a choice. You can kick. A field goal, which we'll get to in a second. So dumb. That is worth one point called the extra point. Okay. It's from a specific spot on the field. It used to be much closer and easier. They tried to make it a little tougher to make it give some variation. Because your other choice is a two-point conversion, which is a very special play where they put the ball on the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. And they say, you have to score from here. So you only have to go two yards, but you get one chance. If you get it, you get two points. Mm. I lied, actually. You can get two points other than a safety. So if you get a touchdown and you either miss the field goal or you fail the two-point conversion attempt, Mm -hmm. then you end up with six points for that score. If you score a touchdown and you get the extra point field goal, that's seven seven. total. And if you get the two-point conversion, that is eight. Typically, what is done almost every time is they will kick the two-point conversion, or excuse me, they will kick the extra point, get the seven, and that's standard. Okay. So 95% of the time, it's, you get seven points. Okay. It's only if they miss or in a specific scenario like, oh, we're down eight points or we're down 
this many point 11. So we got to like, you're doing the math in your head to figure out how we can catch up or whatever. Then in certain situations, it might be worth it it to go for the two point conversion. So typically a touchdown is seven, but there is some variation. So it can result in anywhere from six Six to eight eight. points. And then there's a field goal. Sweet Jesus. (laughs) So. This is ridiculous. Go back to basketball. Two points, three points, one point. The the thing is, is that these, a lot of these things that happen that I'm talking about, they only happen, they don't happen all the time. A field goal is pretty common. So a field goal at any point, normally on fourth down when you're out of options, but sometimes other times, like if the clock, like if you only have one second left, you in your 30 yards away that is a makeable field goal whereas throwing a 30 yard pass is much harder mm-hmm. so you can just stop or not like in the middle of a play but like you can stop the drive and say we're going to kick a field goal if you from miss, where you are from where you are okay. if you miss it the other team gets the ball okay if you make it you get three points so considering that on a touchdown you have the capacity to do seven points typically why would someone settle for three well we when we were talking about downs when it comes to fourth down so we try three times and we don't make it to where we need to get to if we don't make if we don't pass that line on fourth down the other team just gets the ball and we get nothing nothing. so every time it's fourth down you have a decision to make are we going to go for it are we going to kick a field goal or are we going to punt punt it Why do they have 75 coaches? I'm getting there's there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of different things happening. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) It's it's but once you get into the rhythm of it and you understand what's happening, it's it's not that hard to follow. Children do it. Little children. It's always funny watching it's always well, it's funny watching like little kid, like seven year olds play football because the coaches have to like run out on the field all the time and be like, no, go do that. I'd be the kid running the other way. So we're getting into special teams. There's offense, there's defense, and there's special teams. Special teams has to do with basically like, it's just like a term for something that's inherently not offense or defense. It's It's special. It's like when you're, it's normally when you're transferring ownership of the ball to the other team in some way. So like, so there's only two not really, but there's two main special teams players, the kicker and the punter. Okay. They're normally... I'm familiar with the kicker. They're mostly small white guys who used to play soccer <laughs> and found a Great. much more lucrative career. <laughs> Good for them. Playing football five times a game. <laughs> if That's great. That. Yeah. That's what I would want to be. They're implemented very, not that frequently, a handful of times You're a game. You're just like ready to go. You, just, you don't have to be Yeah. They have, li- they have little nets on the sideline, like off to the side where they warm up. They so just kick the ball them. into the net that over and over again. Delightful. So the kicker is responsible for kicking the field goals. Okay. Kick. Now, the reason that there's, I said on fourth down, you can just go for it. Mm-hmm. We're taking the risk. Mm-hmm. You can punt. Mm-hmm. which is the safest option. You're giving the ball to the other team, but you're kicking it down the field so, so that when they get it, back. they start further away. Because if, because if like, let's say you're on your own 20 and you turn the ball over, it's pretty easy for them to score. They don't have to go that far. Mm-hmm. If you punt it 50 yards and they get it there, then 
They have to go that much further. They have to go 50 more yards and it makes it harder for them. So it's a, like a, it's a retreat essentially. <laughs> it's like, we're going to give it to you, yeah. but we're going to make it's it over there. <laughs> you want it? Go <laughs> get it. It is really, when you break it down, a childish move to be like, you can have the ball, but over there and you just That's kick it. Petty as hell. And I love it. Yeah. And so, the other option is to kick a field goal, and the reason you don't always just kick a field goal, oh, it's three points, is... Maybe you're real you can, far away. You might be real far away, and you just can't... There's a limit. The the oh, the longest so field goal in history is 64 yards. That's a lot. Which is pretty good, because you, you have like to... So, the, so I didn't mention this. A field goal is when you kick the ball, and the uprights, which is like the yellow thing, yeah, you just... It's the podcast, but you just put your arms <laughs> in the air. Um, kind of like the Y from YMCA. Exactly. It's that yellow thing that's like a f- fork with only two prongs. And if you kick it between the two prongs, then that's good. You scored the field goal. It's good. Yeah. that's the go- It's called the goal post. And so if you're far away, if you're too far away, you can't make it there. So then you might punt. So field goals, punting. Alternatively, there's the punt returner. He stands back. He's, it's just the guy who stands. If you know the other team's about to punt, you send the guy back there. You say, hey, catch that. Try and run it. <laughs> Everybody runs and hey, tries to tackle it. <laughs> I do not the, want that job. No. The, so there's the punt returner, and then there's the kickoff. So the kickoff happens in very specific situations. The start of the game, the first thing that happens, one team starts with the ball. Mm-hmm. And they kick it to the other team. Uh-huh. Anytime there's a score, uh-huh. field goal or a touchdown, you do a kickoff. Uh-huh. What is that? What are you doing? I was taking a picture. Oh. Keep going. I don't want to be talking while you're taking a picture. My mouth will look dumb. <laughs> you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because you pulled out your camera and just pointed it at me in the middle without saying any words. <laughs> It was an action shot. Oh, this is my action. When someone when someone points their camera at me, my action is to look concerned. <laughs> so, the kickoff. Have you seen at like the beginning of a football game, one team's all standing in a line, in like a straight oh, yeah. line, uh-huh, and uh-huh. then everybody else is sort of towards the other end, mm-hmm, kind of spread mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. and one guy kicks it yeah. really far. And then the other team catches it and they run. Yeah. That's the kickoff. Okay. What's happening is it's the it's one of the ways that after team let's let's say you score a touchdown, now the other team gets the ball. Well, where do they get it? I don't know. I don't know. You kick it to them to determine. So you kick it to them, they catch it, and they run it as far as they can until someone tackles them or they go out of bounds. Or occasionally they'll score a touchdown right there. Wow. Kickoff return. For a touchdown. Oh my god! Who Very. invented this game? The kick, all the kicking stuff is so unnecessary. This is like opening a new board game, and the back of the box <laughs> make it makes it sound really fun. And you open it, and the instructions are like thirty-seven full pages of text with no pictures, and you yeah. have to read all of these stupid rules that don't make sense. And you're just like, you know what? Okay, we're just going to like figure it out as we football, go and it just doesn't work because foot, it makes no sense. Football is like 
if somebody had decided that Dungeons and Dragons was going to be the largest spectator activity in the world. <laughs> that and it was just on all the time. And if you didn't know what was going on, you're like, oh, I got to read this manual that's 800 pages and then learn all these scenarios that could happen. Yeah. That's like what football is. And then, like, but, every, but most people just know it. I don't know how. And then do the players have to memorize all of these plays? Yeah. Like they just have to know. Well, like a well, bajillion all plays. I'm, all I'm telling you right now is the rules of the game. I know. And it's <laughs> taken 48 minutes. But if you watch with, I, I think football is one of the sports where if you watch it without any understanding of what's going on, it's hard to yes. just pick up. If it's you been watch 29 it. 29 years. <laughs> I still don't understand. If you watch it. With some understanding, things start to make sense that and the scenarios play sense. out and you're like, I'm sure. it starts to reinforce the things. Okay. But you have to watch it like more than once a year. <laughs> I, watch, I watch like three times a year. A whole game? <laughs> Twice a year. What? One and a half times a year. Because <laughs> if you watch five minutes at a time, you might not see a field goal or a whatever. So you have to kind of watch the game play itself out over the course. I guess. Anywho, uh, th like that's a lot of extraneous stuff. That's not at the core of the game. Some people have even we gotten to the core. Yeah, yet? it's the run. <laughs> yes. We're pretty much done with the rules oh, for the most part. Wow. So kicking is something if you just got rid of it, I'd be like, cool. Football's the same. <laughs> I mean, they've they've because kickoffs where one team stands on one side essentially and the other team stands on the other side, they kick the ball to them and then they all just run full speed down the field and smash into each That's other. Terrible. Is a major player safety hazard. Yeah. Um, and there's a handful of players who have gotten like seriously injured on kickoffs sure. at, at like a higher rate than other plays mm. because everyone's again they're running everyone's, full speed. Yeah, so they've changed some of the rules so that the kickoffs. So here's something that can happen. One more little wrinkle to the kickoff. Let's say you kick it so far that it just goes out of the field, not like sideways because you kick it out of bounds. Mm. That's bad. You get a penalty. If you kick it like through the back of the end zone or if the player catches it in the end zone, he can just stay there. If, if you've ever seen the beginning of a game, they kick it off and a guy catches it and he just yeah. like takes a knee down. Yeah. That's a touchback. Oh, my God. <laughs> a touchback. Uh -huh. <laughs> Is a running back, quarterback, <laughs> no. cornerback. Those are all line positions. Back, back line, big boy. Those are all positions. A touchback is a just a thing that happens. And it's when they kick it down to the end and nothing happens. And so they just take it out to the 25-yard line and they start there. There's okay. no return. Great. Okay. Okay. So they've put in rules to make that more common. They like moved up where you kick it from and they made where you get on a touchback. It used to be 20 and now it's 25. So you get five more yards than you used to, mm. to incentivize people to not return it. Okay. And I'm like, at that point, when you just start at the 25 yeah. every time, it's stupid. They should just get rid of kickoffs in my opinion, but it's just been a part of the game. So people are like, Ooh, don't get rid of it. It's stupid. Uh, you it's a waste cut of time. Some stuff out. Yeah. Let's Let trim listen. it down. 
punting to, I'm like, just go for it. It'd be way more exciting if you just went for it every time. Who needs it? Anyway, it's part of the game. But that like the kicking is a special teams is I mean, it ends up mattering a lot in how the game ends. Like Patriots have won multiple Super Bowls with a last second field goal because time is running out. You're trying to get down the field. It's a tie game or whatever, and you don't have time to make it all the way down. You just stop and kick a field goal and And they win. And then you win. So it can be important, but the frequency is much less than Mm -hmm. like normal plays. It's on the periphery. So I'm going to briefly just run through some stuff about the NFL. Real world football. That those are the rules. What do you have any more questions about the rules that were? Is there anything like about the way the game flows that you're like, I just don't understand what this means. Not anything glaring. Okay. Will I remember everything? No. no. Will I have questions when we watch football? A lot of people listen to podcasts at like one and a half speed or something like that. If you've never watched football and you're trying to learn, listen to this at like point five speed. <laughs> And let it run. Oh, I was going to say, listen to this at like five times speed. Then you won't get anything. (laughs) (laughs) If you're actually trying to learn, you're trying to not hear the sound of my voice anymore. Cool. Why are you still listening? (laughs) So the NFL is the professional league. It's called the National Football League. Wonderful. They, They play once a week during the season. Thursdays or Sundays? Well, mostly Sunday. Almost every team plays on Sunday. There are a handful of... So most teams play Sunday afternoon, but to get more TV money, Mm. they have some primetime games that they've continuously through the years spread out and made more ridiculous. Love it. Thursday night football, which is garbage. It sucks because they're playing... Five day, four days after they just played last most of the time. Uh, and so the play is not very good. It's just a way to, because like. They just want to broadcast. Because Friday and Saturday aren't prime time. So they're like, oh, we'll just push it up to Thursday. It's stupid. They should just get rid of it. Monday night football, the famous mm, Monday oh, night yeah. football Forgot is big. Monday. So like the day after the Sunday games, mm-hmm. uh, two teams will play. And that's just a scheduling thing. Because it's prime time, they'll put certain teams on more than others. And then Sunday night, there's like one marquee game in primetime as well but most of the games are sunday afternoon okay 32 teams in the nfl the most of any of the major sports leagues Mm -hmm. two conferences nfc afc national football conference american football conference the names don't matter (laughs) there's four something i didn't mention about basketball is basketball they have the two conferences and there's technically divisions but they don't matter it's just the top eight teams with the best records make the playoffs yeah in football this is gonna drive here we go so there's two conferences there's 16 teams in each conference within the conference there's four divisions but they're easy to remember east west north south got it afc north afc east etc each division has four teams who play a similar schedule. So they play each other a bunch of times and they play most of the same teams. If you have the best record in your division, you automatically make the playoffs. Oh. So, wow. so in, let's say, the AFC, there's the East, West, North, South groupings of teams. One team from each of those divisions gets in. Those are the top four teams, yeah. There's what's called the wild card. Okay. You love a good wild card. <laughs> wild card. Uno's my favorite game. Oh, yeah. Uh, draw four. Mm. They should have that in football. <gasps> and that'd be you the just other get four. four extra players <laughs> out on the field. It's 15 versus 11. Um, Pick them out of the crowd. Yeah. 
the best. So you have the four division winners out of those other 12 teams who are left Two of the best two from any division. It doesn't matter which one also make the playoffs. Okay. So in each conference is a total of six. Okay. They play one game playoff scenarios. It's not a series like in basketball. And <laughs> you just finished a LaCroix the way that someone who's a deeply disturbed alcoholic would finish something. I was waiting for you to smash it against your forehead. <laughs> you're I'm just, not a frat boy. I know, but you looked totally depressed while you were doing Because uh, my LaCroix is over. <laughs> and football's happening around you. <laughs> How many teams make the playoffs from each conference? Six. For a total of? Twelve. Yes. I'm just making sure you're, you're still with me. <laughs> I thought you were trying to No, trick. I'm not trying to trick you. I'm trying to just keep you, make sure you're, you're with me. So, oh, well, six teams, because then, like basketball, the two conferences play their way until there's a one mm-hmm. champion from each one side, and, and that's who's in the Super Bowl. Okay. So NFC-AFC. NFC championship game, AFC championship game, the winners of those play each other. Got it. But you're like, six teams, that doesn't work in like a tournament. It doesn't? <laughs> no, because it's eight. It's two, four, eight, sixteen. You know how you get to the sweet 16? Because 16 uh, yeah. is a power of two. Oh. So it's even all the way up. Six, the way it works. I've never thought about it. Well, I've never had a tournament. There you go. Think about it. With six teams, and I, they might be like expanding. They just changed. There's now 17 games instead of 16. They just, oh, there was a new, uh, most sports leagues have a union. The players have a union. Okay. And so they have a collective bargaining agreement. The NFL just redid theirs. And that's when they like can, oh, can make yeah. changes, major changes to how things work. So they just signed a new one. And there's like now 17 games instead of 16. And I think the playoffs are different. I haven't, I don't remember because it just happened recently. So I haven't really, and they're not playing right now. So yeah. I haven't really hasn't looked into it. Yeah, it hasn't taken effect yet. So this might be slightly different by the time the season rolls around. So six teams. So the top two teams get a bye. Meaning in the first round, they don't have to play. Okay. So that the way that works out is, and then the bottom four teams play. Two of those win. They play the two teams that got at the bye, and now there's four teams left, and now it evens out. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Just a slight, It's just a tournament bracket. It's a slightly different way of structuring it. I'm with you. Okay. The season starts in September. Super Bowl's in February, typically. Any questions about how the NFL season works nope all right i don't think so i think i'm players to know now there's so many players in the nfl you're not gonna know any of (laughs) even any kind of percentage of them unless you pay attention to it one way that a lot of people learn players is to play fantasy football even if they're not big football fans you just by playing you learn the names of people and stuff the other way is when they date celebrities yes and that's how you know exactly like a few people on this list Aaron Rodgers yes so my list of just like again this isn't like a hard and fast like these are the best ones but they're kind of like a combination of the best slash most well known that people you might hear people talk about Tom Brady obvious the GOAT you know what that means? Greatest of all time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, my brother has a 12 Patriots jersey that says goat on the back. Um, he also eats grass. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, uh-huh. very famous, has dated multiple yes, female celebrities. His brother was on The Bachelorette. He was. And I think they're still together. 
Oh, really? Jordan and JoJo. Jordan and JoJo. Jordan has made some noise in the past because Aaron Rodgers has had some uh, family like drama. family drama, and Jordan loves throwing it out there oh, to get yeah. his name. He Ooh, Jordan a, Rodgers a loves himself some Jordan. Rogers. Oh, big time! Drew Brees, Heard another name. great name. He's been he's another old guy. He's not he's a couple years younger than Tom Brady, but still hanging around. Still pretty good. Um, has been very good for a long what time. Team? New Orleans Saints. Oh. He his most notable accomplishment is the Saints won the Super Bowl the year after Hurricane Katrina, which Ooh, was like wow. a very impactful uh, moment. Oh, that's that's awesome. And it was the one time that he's won the Super Bowl. Oh, that's pretty good. Some people like don't that. ever. Aaron Rodgers has won one Super Bowl as well. Russell Wilson, someone you're familiar with, Pacific Northwest, Seattle also. Seahawks, also married <laughs> to Sia. Sierra. Sierra. I always get Sia and Sierra. <laughs> Those mixed are two up. very different I know. musical artists. Yeah. Um, so he's married to Sierra. Really good. Has even gotten better in the past few years. He's like, because the first three are kind of old. Like Aaron Rodgers is, he's 35. He's younger than the other two, but. And then the next three I have are like younger guys, and Russell Wilson's like squarely. He's in his mm. prime. Not, didn't have a great year this year. But is very famous and a newsmaker because he has kind of a brash personality and just like doesn't give a damn most. Baker Mayfield. Have you heard I've of? heard the name. Yeah. So he's got another great name. He's only this year was only his second year in the league. What, and what team? The Cleveland Browns. Ooh. Yeah, so he was the number one pick two years ago. He's He had a very good rookie season, and there was a lot of expectations this year, and the team wasn't that good. Um, their coach was kind of a buffoon, uh, <laughs> if you ask me. And so he didn't have a great year, but he's very famous, at least amongst football. Lamar Jackson, just a lightning bolt. I don't think of I know a player. That he's one. incredibly exciting to watch. So I said that m- quarterbacks mostly throw. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Aaron Rodgers is somewhat athletic and he can run a little bit, but they're mostly they're incredibly accurate and good passers. Russell Wilson is a great passer. He's small. Russell Wilson's only like 5'10, 5'11, something like that. Mm. So he's very short for a quarterback. Same thing with Baker Mayfield. So both of them, Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson, they can run a bit. They're pretty good at running, like when they need to. Lamar Jackson is the fastest player on the field wow. at all times. He's unbelievable. He went to uh, University of Louisville, which is where I'm originally from. And so the college, one of the college teams that I follow somewhat. And um, so I watched him in college and it's ridiculous to watch. Like he just so runs fast. around people and That's like, awesome. and he can also throw like he's not a great, he's not nearly as good of a passer as any of these other guys I've mentioned. Um, but his, you know, they call it a dual threat mm-hmm. ability to run and throw. If you remember Michael Vick. Nope. You don't remember Michael Vick? I know the name. The guy who went to jail for dogfighting? No, I don't remember that at all. There was an NFL quarterback named Michael Vick. People.com. It was. Was it? He went to jail for dogfighting. He had a dogfighting ring in his backyard. Um, It was a huge (laughs) story. Um, It was like this. It was like this third second or third like biggest 
football scandal like since OJ. When was, did this happen? Like two thousand mid two thousands, two thousand eight or something mm, like that. I was busy. So anyway, he was known for being a really good running quarterback as well. And Lamar Jackson is the best at that since Michael Vick for sure. Probably probably better. But I'm I'm floored that you don't know who Michael Vick is. I mean I've heard the name. Yeah. But he was he was I mean vilified across America for Great. Yeah. And finally, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomey. He just won the Super Bowl. Great. It's only it's his third year in the league, but only his second year playing. He didn't start his first year. And he's unbelievably good. Like nobody's ever seen anything like this guy. Like he can just throw the ball like 80 yards with a flick of a wrist. Um, They have a really good explosive offense. They have really big plays all the time. And he's just so good. It's like Tom Brady is amazing because he's incredibly precise. He's smart. He like always makes the right decision. He's beautiful. He always (laughs) makes the right decision and is like he's as he's gotten better throughout his career, his like precision short and medium passes is like unparalleled and he just runs a really good offense. Patrick Mahomes is physically 20 times the quarterback that Tom Brady is. He just can throw the ball on a, he could hit a nickel from space or something like it's, (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable how good he is at throwing the ball. That's how kind of how Aaron Rodgers is to Aaron Rodgers is like just physically just just gifted. And Patrick Holmes is like even crazier than that probably. And he's super young and he just won the Super Bowl already. So he's doing okay. He's doing all right. He's got a funny voice too. Does he? Yeah. Sounds like he lives in a swamp. (laughs) But also he's like a child. (laughs) It's very, he has like this gravel that sounds like he's like from the bayou or something. But it's also kind of high pitched, which is weird. I I can't even imagine. Let me pull up a clip. Yeah, I have. I've I've heard it since I was in like seventh grade. So, but it's something that I've kind of embraced. And uh, the guys, uh, Kelsey, Tyreek, and those guys throw some shots at me, but don't worry, I throw shots back. Uh, Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, it's like high pitched, but also like weirdly. It's very froggy. Froggy. Like a Muppet sort of. Yeah. Sort of situation. That's so can it. we talk about That's how football. Tom Brady had never eaten a strawberry? Yeah. So Tom Brady has this crazy diet <sighs> slash lifestyle plan called TB12. Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, God. TB, his number was He's 12. Brand, oh, he has a branded diet lifestyle. Yeah. He hates um, that so much. But so it's... He eats vegetables. It's kind of like kooky. There's like some elements of like kooky pseudoscience stuff to it. It's like a little bit goopy. Yeah, it's very goopy. Some of it's kind of common sense stuff. It's just like really, it's like insanely strict diet stuff. Like his his muscles and stuff. It's all about like pliability. He like does weird. He like he doesn't lift weights. He does like all these like sh- stretching and bands and stuff like that to like because he doesn't have to be the sh- biggest strongest guy. He just to still do this Probably at age forty. Better for your body to do it. That yeah. Way. So his whole thing is nobody's been this good at this age mm-hmm. at age forty two. So there's like something to the way that he takes care of his right. body. Um, However, it's, str- it's a little strange. Some of it. If but you can't eat a banana, what kind of life is that? The life of a goat. <laughs> <laughs> they eat blackberries. <laughs> Tom Brady doesn't eat any fruit. <laughs> How do you 
you just know what fruit a goat eats? They eat blackberry bushes. Their mouths are like uncuttable. And so they eat. You, we, my family lived on 13 acres and we had blackberry bushes. We borrowed the neighbor's goats to eat down our blackberry bushes because they can eat the thorns and doesn't cut up their mouth. Can we just delete this whole podcast about football and you can do one where you tell me everything you know about goats? <laughs> I love goats. Are you familiar with fainting goats? They're my favorite. It's really sad when they get like startled, their whole bodies go stiff and they tip over and they're like paralyzed for a second. And then they like come back to life and they can move. Goats are so sweet. I love them. That's all I got. <laughs> anyway, That's so the football. End. That's Thank the you. end of football. And now you know a little something about goats. <laughs>